the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Mission America and may contain views and opinions that do not reflect the views of the advertisers, staff, and owners of this station. Some material may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah, and to think I used to be a liberal, too. I didn't agree with teachers or anybody, for that matter, teaching my children that they didn't have the same opportunities as other children simply based on the color of their skin. People are finally getting it because the mass media has not been reporting on this accurately. It's only through conservative-leaning and Christian outlets that are actually telling the truth about the body. The books today that you're talking about, they're just much more militant, and they're targeting even younger children. These kids need to hear that no one is born this way. Our past silence as the church in America has reaped these horrific consequences that we're living through now. Yeah, and to think I used to be a liberal too. This is Mission America with Linda Harvey. Because with God, all things, all things, all things are still, still possible. Good afternoon, friends, and welcome to Mission America Radio. I'm Linda Harvey, and I'm so very glad you've joined us this afternoon. Please visit our website at missionamerica.com. That's missionamerica.com for more information about our organization and to read news, articles, and Christian commentary on the culture. And don't forget to listen to our four-minute daily commentaries right here Monday through Friday on the word Columbus at 1020 a.m. Eastern Time. And also be sure to check out all our resources for parents who want to be watchful about the culture's influence on your kids. And you can learn more right on our website at missionamerica.com. Many of the school trends that we see here in the Midwest originate on the West Coast. And my guest today is a clear voice of truth in California and nationally, because she's been on the forefront of bringing many disturbing school issues to light. So we're going to talk about some of them with her. Brenda Lebsack is a public school teacher in California and has been in education for 30 years. She was a school board member from 2016 to 2020, and she is for parental rights and works hard to tell parents things that school districts will not tell them. She's founder of the Interfaith Statewide Coalition and has a website called Brenda4Kids.com. That's the number four. <clears throat> Her husband is a senior pastor of a Nazarene church in Placentia, California. So welcome to Mission America Radio, Brenda. Thank you, Linda. It's really great to have you on today, and I have a number of issues that you've brought out in articles, and you've been interviewed by others um, on your website and and other places that uh, some of the things that you brought to my attention uh, in the first place. But before we get into all that, I'd like you to just to fill our our listeners in a little bit on what was, as you said, the wake-up call that brought you into trying to expose some of these issues and make people aware. 
Well, when my kids were grown and out of the house, um, I had been part of the teachers union a long time, but I'd never attended a conference. So I decided to start attending conferences to see really what my union was all about. Um, and by the way, if any teachers are listening, if they are union members, I would encourage them to do that because the union pays for all of those expenses. Um, when I attended one that was called the Human Rights um, Conference, and this was between the years of 2015 to 2017, I couldn't believe my ears. First of all, when I was even looking at the conference titles, I was shocked that hardly any of them even related to academics. They were all related to either human rights, LGBT, um, social justice. It just wasn't related to academics. That was very low on the priority. Um, but I went to a human rights conference, and I talked to a seat. The CTA stands for California Teachers Association. Um, I talked to one of the lobbyists, and I asked him a question because I taught several years also in Las Vegas, Nevada, high school English. And I asked him, um, I said I had a student. It was a very Mormon community, actually, where I was working in Las Vegas. And I had LGBTQ kids as well, a very diverse um, population. And during one of our discussions, one of the um, Mormon students said, I believed um, gender is God-ordained and that marriage is between a man and a woman. And I asked the CTA lobbyist, how do you think I should have dealt with that situation to respect the diversity of my class? And he said something that shocked me. He said, you should treat that student as though he said black people should be burned at the stake. Wow. <laughs> um, I couldn't believe my ears, and that was a big red flag for me and that was my wake-up call that wow something is really really wrong here um then i started inviting friends to come with me to say you know nobody's going to believe what i'm hearing you need to hear it with your own ears because i need witnesses so i had actually a former superintendent who is an immigrant from columbia hispanic catholic attend with me um and also another teacher who was of the christian faith and we went to one of the lgbt conferences with the caucus president um, leading a workshop, and I gave him that scenario that I heard and asked him, do you agree with um, the CT lobbyist's opinion about this? And without hesitancy, he agreed. Um, wow. And there was no gasps in the room. There was about 40 teachers in that workshop, and I'm like, I just thought I was on another planet. Um, I'm like, wow, I really thought we were all about tolerance, but apparently this is not about tolerance. This is about one way or no way, and mm -hmm. we will demonize anyone who has a different point of view. Yes, uh, Brenda, that's a, an amazing, uh, wow, that's an amazing revelation because, you know, you know, I've been covering this issue for 20-some years, and we started to see this uh, in the late 90s where they were trying to, put an equivalency of a race with uh, acceptance mm -hmm. of homosexuality and gender confusion and to try to paint anyone who didn't agree as the Ku Klux Klan, you know, and they're, they're mm -hmm. really on that now with Black Lives Matter and all of the racial uh, injustice, you know, uh, visibility that's happened. And so it bleeds over into pretty much everything. And you're right. It's like there's one viewpoint. Well, the other issue is that then, of course, there's so much corruption that comes along with that, but it makes you makes it hard to object. So let me talk to you about a couple of things that you that you have found out in your um, in your looking around. For instance, one of the big things that we hear a lot from 
the LGBTQ, I hate to even use that, but it just covers it all pretty quickly, uh, all the lifestyles being promoted, uh, is the idea that if we don't let these kids affirm who they are or who they imagine they are, they will commit suicide. And one of the big groups that they they have on many school um many school uh, resource page pages is the Trevor Project. But you found out a little bit about the Trevor Project, and it's all over the nation. So this isn't just a California thing. Tell us what you found out about them. Correct. Um, so we have, of course, with COVID, um, everyone has talked about the mental health crisis. So we have a ton of funding coming in federally. And a lot of those are done through hotlines, crisis hotlines, mental health hotlines, suicide hotlines, the national suicide hotline. Um, now, we also, as you know, have curriculum and books. I know in my school district in Orange County, when I worked in Santa Ana Unified, which is 98% Hispanic, very high immigrant, non-English speaking parents, we have books now in our K-5 grade schools that tell kids that gender changes like the weather, um, that it's based on their feelings, that there's infinite pronouns. So wow. this is intentional confusion at very young ages. So once you start teaching kids this, of course, they're going to have a dilemma. It's actually creating a crisis, a mental crisis, because yes. then they have parents who don't even know what any of these words mean. There are a lot of them from other, other countries, you know. And um, so then we have mental health workers that are being um, provided outside of our school, um, the outside agencies coming into our school, and they've all been trained to affirm all of these gender identities, whether it be both genders, either gender, gender fluid, transgender, gender variant, whatever, you know, it, it just goes on and on. Whatever the child says they are, they are. So, um, and I know that because I've talked to the mental health workers in my school and I've asked them these questions, and I've also asked them the questions um you know, if the, if the child doesn't want you to tell the parent, even if it's a five-year-old child, are you allowed to tell the parent? And they said, no, we cannot. We must keep it um, hidden from the parent without until the child gets permission. So in my school district, I can tell you, and I know it's other school districts most, um, we have suicide hotlines, mental health crisis hotlines in the student bathroom at eye level, starting in kindergarten. We have them in the hallway. So I thought, you know, I'm going to test this out. And I'm going to text, because some of them are text hotlines. So I texted a question and said, I'm scared about puberty. I'm unsure of my gender. What should I do? Um, the National Suicide Hotline, all of these hotlines always send kids to the same place. They send them to the Trevor Project. Um, mm -hmm. And Trevor Project is supposed to be the safe place for LGBTQ kids, because Q actually means questioning or queer. So mm -hmm. once they confuse kids, then they're going to be cute because now they're unsure, right? Mm, right. Um, so they say, okay, let me send you in the Trevor Project. Trevor Project um, affirms all of these many, many genders, and they send them into a chat space called the Trevor Space. Trevor Space is supposed to be a place where kids can, a welcoming, affirming place where they can explore their genders and sexualities. It says on their poster that it's for ages 13 to 24. So here we have kids mixing with adults to explore their sexuality and gender. That's a red flag. But also, I went in um, and posed as a 13-year-old because you can lie about your age. Anybody can do it. Um, I'm 56. 
And mm-hmm. I went in there. Now, I didn't actually have conversations, but I screenshot some of the chat clubs, and I saw clubs such as the Witchcraft Club, the Non-Binary Pals Club, the Chosen Family Club, the Regression Club, which means that you regress to pretend that you're another age, so it's age identity. Wow. So thinking, think about that. That could be a 50-year-old man posing as a 12-year-old mm-hmm. girl. Wow. Okay, they have the regression club. They have, um, oh my goodness, just a furries. A you club. said you told me the furries, the furries club. The furries mm-hmm. club, yes, mm-hmm. yes. And yeah. I haven't written any articles about this yet, but I have been talking to some news sources, um, and I've been sending the screenshots. Um, since doing so, I, I realized that Trevor Space, you know, started putting a disclaimer on there saying that you know you are not allowed to give away your phone number or any personal information on on this site so that it won't look like it's a pipeline to human trafficking um however i can tell you that when i texted also one of the crisis lines that was given at my school i intentionally asked the question um hey can i give my phone number away in some friends that i meet on trevor space because i'm lonely and need friends and in the text i have it in writing it says, um, well, build trust first. Well, yes. So basically, that's a green light. And kids, I mean, build trust? What wow. in the world? You know, I said, well, what does that take? And they, this was the answer. Ask your sister. Uh, they didn't ask parents. Ask your older sister. Who I told on text, I told them my older sister goes out, sneaks out at night. Wow. You know? Wow. So, I mean, the kind of counseling and advice these um, crisis hotlines are giving is alarming. And I will tell you, as far as in Orange County, California, they have one that's called teen.org. And it's between the hours of 6 to 9 p.m. Um, I think Monday through, I think seven days a week. But during those that time, it's teens counseling teens. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, this is indoctrination. Uh-huh. I mean, if if nothing else, it, it could easily lead to maybe some trafficking. Who knows? It sounds oh, very loose. Very loose. Absolutely, it could. Yeah. Because even the chosen family, I mean, this is what cults do. Cults, first of all, you know, they don't want, they remove the parent protection, mm-hmm. right? They usually yeah. demonize parents and turn kids away from their parents so they can take that role. I mean, this chat club called chosen family and it had yeah. the lgbt flag that had uh the gender colors and the black and the brown colors um which you know is a strong symbolism saying that all of these many genders and many sexualities um is comparable to skin color so if you don't go yes. along with it you're a racist right now we we're coming up on our first break uh in just about uh 30 seconds you did refer okay. this to the police right but just a quick answer, and uh, we'll get back to it on our did. next yes, segment. I did turn this into the police. Yes, and I, I'll be interested. We'll be interested to explore a little bit of that when we come back from our break about um, what your answer was. If you're just joining us, friends, we are talking with Brenda Lebsack of BrendaForKids.com, and she is a uh, education activist in California, but nationally exposing some of these the things that we are all seeing. Uh, It is a mental health crisis, but is it being caused a lot by the tactics of the homosexual uh, activist community in our schools and the gender uh, ideation, the gender change 
push that's coming in so many of our schools. Many of us believe that that is associated and that this is, of course, not like race. So we'll be back here on Mission America Radio following these messages, and we will continue talking about some of the trends that we need to watch for, even in the Midwest, because they do start in California. This is Linda Harvey on Mission America Radio. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Today's program is pre-recorded. To learn more, log on to missionamerica.com. Now, here's Linda. We're talking with a very well uh, well informed uh, with a tremendous background in education activist in California, Brenda Lebsack. Uh, she's got a website, brenda4kids.com and that's a number 4. Uh, Lots of articles on there, and wow, the things you have exposed that we all need to know about nationally, Brenda. Uh, We did touch on the problems with the suicide hotline, the Trevor Project, uh, in the last segment. Tell us what the police, how they responded when you reported some of the questionable chat rooms and material that you found on Trevor. Well, I really haven't heard anything back from the police. Um, I know... Apparently, Homeland Security said there was nothing they could do about it. Um, but the police, I'm still waiting. I know we're in the middle of the elections right now, and our district attorney, you know, I think he just will find out the results this week if he got reelected. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Well, uh, the other issues, of course, I mean, there's so many problems with what is going on there. One, one other what big one we have is obscenity in general uh, in schools, that, that there needs to be uh, – a change in the exemption for schools. They're exempt from obscenity statutes, probably in California, I'm sure, certainly in Ohio. Uh, So much of what goes on in our schools is obscenity, but we can talk about that maybe in another another interview. Um, Tell us what you found out about some of the uh, immediate things that kids are being where they're, they're being sent to Planned Parenthood and they can text Planned Parenthood and Planned Parenthood's involved now in the gender change and uh, hormone therapy business. So tell us what you found out. Well, Planned Parenthood um, partners with my school district, and so they tell kids you can text PP now to this number, and I can't remember the number off the top of my head. But um, And so I tried it. I texted, and I said, I'm scared about puberty. I'm unsure of my gender. What should I do? It's an automated program, um, and they basically – gave me about 11 different genders to choose from, and they said, choose all the genders that apply to you, and one of them was make up your own gender. Um, And then they sent me to different, every time I clicked something, they sent me to something else. Bottom line is they told me about puberty blockers, um, gave me information about that, and then they allowed me to make an appointment with them. And this is all being done behind parents' backs. For puberty blockers, that's pre- Pre uh, adult, uh, pre-puberty, w- would Correct. they give out? Do you think they're prescribing puberty blockers at Planned Parenthood? I I know they're they're prescribing the opposite sex hormones for for teens, but puberty blockers. I think uh, it depends on the area. Um, some Planned Parenthood they do different things in different places. Yeah. So um, some I, I think most are starting when you're 18, but there are some that go younger. They definitely do the counseling. 
for gender-affirming care, and they work in cahoots with the Children's Hospital, which in Orange County, California, which we have a stellar children's hospital called um, CHOC, which is Children's Hospital of Orange County, um, and yet they have a gender clinic. Most parents don't know this, but the reason I found this out is because when I was a board member, they came to my district and asked to provide free mental health workers in our wellness centers um, for all of our schools. We had 28,000 students in our district, and I thought, this is just too good to be true. Um, What's the catch? So I found out, yes, they do indeed have not only a psychiatric pediatric ward, but they also have a gender clinic. So I asked in writing by email to the head endocrinologist and the head clinical social worker, um, I asked, what age are you starting to transition kids? And they said, socially, we transition them at age five. Medically, we transition them at age nine. And wow. this just blew my mind. And then I also read um, where what kind of policies they use as far as training their mental health workers, which they use the WPATH, which is the World Professional um, Association of Transgender Health. And they also use the University of um, San Francisco Transgender mm-hmm. Care. And so I read through those documents, and unbelievable. It's pretty much that medical intervention is always the answer to cure gender dysphoria, which they create. 100% of the time, pretty much now, uh, if a child... Um, yes, uh, it was uh, yeah, a big they, push. And their, mm-hmm. their goal in training their mental health workers was to teach the mental health workers to convince parents that that is the best route for their kids. That is until they can pass a law to usurp the parent's authority altogether. Altogether. Yeah, I think that's where it's going unless we really stand up. We're trying to here in in, uh, Ohio. We've got several bills in the legislature. But in California, kids can go ahead without their parents' knowledge or consent and and start in mid-teens to get this treatment, correct? Well, um, the law that was passed in 2018 was for foster kids, and that starts at age 12. They can get um, gender-affirming care without parent permission. They always start with foster care kids yeah. um, mm-hmm. because that's the setting, the, you know, setting a precedent, mm-hmm. um, and they're not advocated for as well. And mm-hmm. so it's very insidious to me um, that they're using our foster care kids. But take in consideration that we have laws that are saying that parents are unsafe if they're not affirming this, which means that CPS, Child Protective Services, could take children away from their homes um, if the parents don't go along with this, saying that you're going to cause your child to commit suicide or something, um, or maybe the teenager in their own rebellion want to leave the home and go into foster care because they want to be affirmed for their quote-unquote authentic self. Right. That's uh, they're, they're feeding into adolescent uh, rebellion uh, instincts anyway. So we only have about a minute. Uh, Brenda, what do you think about all the new, spate of uh, mental health workers and, and social workers that are being hired nationally. I think some of this is federal funding. What's going on um, a lot in the of schools? It, yes. Uh, well, the CDC, the Center of Disease Control, you know, if you look up non-binary, which is now on our student forms, the definition of non-binary, according to the CDC, means gender creative, which means that they can create or make up their own genders. The CDC is fully behind this. They are if you go on my website and see the Amaze videos that tell kids, go on puberty blockers if you're confused about your gender to give yourself more time to decide, 
Um, the CDC is the one funding these videos through Advocates for Youth, and it's going globally. It's in many languages. Wow. Oh, it's, the I've seen the amazed. Yeah, uh, amaze.org is, and they're horrible videos. They are totally inappropriate, but they're in cartoon format for little kids uh, most most of the time. Brenda, give us your website real fast. www.brendaforkids.com. That's the number four. Thank you so much for what you're doing. Uh, you have you Thank have you, alerted Brenda, me to doing. so many things. Well, we we can, we are working together here. So God bless you. I ask my listeners to pray for you and what you're doing and just keep going. And just remember friends out there, um, do your homework. Brenda's uh, website is a wonderful resource. And just remember that with God, all things, all things are still possible. I hope you have a great day. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.